Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Northwest Prime, bringing Seattle to the world and the world to Seattle. I'm your host, Lori Ness, a soldier on the front line of the mainstream. You can listen to this and other shows at northwestprime.com. And be sure to stay with Seattle Wave Radio 24-7-365 for more great music and interviews. We're starting a movement of kindness, and we want you to join us. Let's get this show started. We know we're talking about a new movement today that's happening all across the world. It's an international organization. It's called the Book Fairies, and it's headed by my guest today, Cordelia Oxley. And we have her on the line from the U.K., so we're having a little bit of trouble with our U.K. connection right now, but bear with us, and we'll make the adjustments as we go. So thank you, Cordella, for coming on. No problem. It's lovely to hear from you. So take us back to the beginning. How did this all start? Okay, so when I was working um, at my last job, I heard about a small scheme called Books on the Underground, um, and there was a lady looking after that, and what she was doing was she was getting second-hand books and putting little stickers on them and leaving them on the tube, um, the underground in London. And so I I got in touch with her, and I wanted to do a project outside of work, and I, I asked her if I could get involved. Um, and we worked on that for kind of about a year together, and then she moved away to the U.S. and said, you know, would you like to take this on, or we can leave it, you know, and it will just disappear. Um, so I grabbed at that, obviously, and I looked after Books on the Underground, and I built up a team of what I then called book fairies, who would help me um, look after big, big campaigns that I set up with publishers and authors who would actually give us brand new books. Um, so we were quite happy doing it in London. And then the relationship with Emma Watson started. And in November 2016, she helped and became a book fairy and hid copies of Mum and Me and Mum in London. Um, a few days after that, we went to New York and, and did it there as well. And then I just kept getting emails from people around the world wanting to set something up. So we decided... International Women's Day was coming up in March 2017, and we got together lots of books from Emma's book club, Our Shed Shelf, and we we did a massive book drop around the world on that day um, nearly a year ago. And since then, it's gone from 26 book fairies to over 6,000 book fairies, um, and over 100 countries are involved in it. It's, it's incredible. Well, it is incredible. How were you able to get Emma Watson on board? Because she's so popular being Hermione and then Belle recently. Was it easy for her to come on board with you? Yeah, she was um, very keen. And she absolutely loves being a book fairy. Um, she really does genuinely love it. And it was a an obvious you know, person to ask for me, and I don't approach people about this stuff. And uh, just one person I approached, and you know, got very lucky because she's a big reader, and she's starting a book club. And I thought, well, this is perfect. We can shout about this book club by having this fun thing where we hide books 
um, and she got involved and she helped us go worldwide and she's still still doing it now. Well, I, I want to talk with about how you hide the books because um, kind of walk us through the steps. So if somebody wants to become a book fairy, they would go probably first to your yeah. website because I noticed that all of your books kind of have stickers on them that, 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 that briefly explains what's happening in the process when they find a book, right? Yes, exactly. Um, so if someone wants to become a book fairy and they have a pile of books that they've either read or that they've got hold of and they'd like to hide for other people, um, they do just go to the website, it's I believe in bookfairies.com, and you just grab a pack of stickers. They're £2, and it's free delivery worldwide because we just want everyone to get involved with no, with no limitations. So there's a pack of stickers, and as soon as they get them in the post, they get a little note explaining how to, to go about the process step by step. And it's really simple. You just pop a sticker on the front of, front of the book, the sticker has our logo on it. It says, take this book, read it, and leave it for the next person to enjoy. And it says, hashtag, I believe in book fairies. Um, and then, if it's bad weather outside, which happens a lot, you find alcoves or shelters to, to place them in, take a picture, put it online that you've left it somewhere. Sometimes people are following and they'll go and find it. Um, or someone who's never heard of the book fairies will stumble across it. Um, we do recommend sometimes adding some ribbons. So obviously, we've got some book fairy ribbons on the site, but you can use any ribbon that makes it look like more of a gift. Um, and some people write a little note inside, encouraging them to share where they found the book. Um, and it's, it's as simple as that. So when people find them, they use the hashtag, and then we can shout about that the book's been found and read and, and passed on. Well, th this is different from the little library movement in the fact that you all are mobile. So the, the little libraries that we've seen pop up all around the world, you go to a specific little library somebody has in their neighborhood. But this, you're actually taking the book out to the public. It's It can be found anywhere in, in a public place. Is, is that right? Yes, that's, that's absolutely right. Um, the joy of that for us is that anybody can stumble upon it so it doesn't have to be a reader that's going somewhere to find a book it can be anyone and it might be someone who's not read a book in years or who's got stuck on a book or just really is quite bored in a hospital or a waiting area and they'll stumble upon something and they might discover an author that they would never have imagined picking up or a genre that they've never enjoyed before um, and that's the joy of it for us is the serendipity of someone finding a book who is not expecting a little surprise and that's kind of the feedback we get and it doesn't have to be an adult book you have children involved too and you can also leave children's books right absolutely yes um, we have what we call mini book fairies um, and they're fantastic and they're so enthusiastic because they find the best spots to leave books um, and places where children go are really colourful and fun. Um, and obviously, children notice things more as well. So you'll, you'll leave a book somewhere and watch loads and loads and loads of adults walk past. But it's the children that will go, oh, what's that, Mum? And, you know, jump over there and, and grab it. So, yes, we do do a lot around children's books as well, including Children's Week. 
Well, you're very active on social media. So anyone can go to any of your, you're on Twitter, you're on Facebook, you're on Instagram, and, and, and you can get a real feel for what you're doing. You have people posting literally from around the world 24-7, I, I would imagine, because the posts are coming up all the time. And they are from all over the world in all kinds of languages. H have you found growing so fast that there's any language barrier issues? Or uh, everyone seems to get the concept regardless of, of what language they speak. Well, yes, of course. So when we launched, it was, you know, it was very simple. It was the English sticker because we thought that's the, you know, it's the hashtag that's the main thing. Um, hopefully they'll go to the hashtag and they'll understand what it's all about. But then soon, of course, we had the need to develop different languages, and especially when we did the Paris drop um, in June at the Circle Premier, we needed French stickers because they were French books, uh, The Handmaid's Tale. Um, the only problem we've had is that, so it's quite a funny one, we developed a Spanish sticker, um, which in South America read a little bit rudely. So we did have to change the language in order for it to be, um, it to make sense and mean the same thing across the whole of the world in Spanish. Um, so that's the only thing we've stumbled upon. The other thing is the demand. So I've got a, a list as long as my arm of, of all the different languages. Um, but where there isn't a true need, where there are lots of English speakers, we tend to use the English stickers um, because there's only so many of us and there's only so many different products we can, we can have at any one time without filling our whole, all our homes with stickers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I saw the Paris get-together, I, I guess, kind of a, a meet-up uh, where you were all stickering books and there were so many people who had come together, I believe it was at a restaurant, and you were stickering books and then everybody was going to go out. It, it just absolutely looked like a wonderful day. W what a great day to spend in Paris, of all places, um, you know, stickering books and going out and people were leaving them in, in very iconic places as, as well as non-iconic places in, in Paris. It, it looked like a lot of fun. It was absolutely incredible. So what started as two people meeting up for coffee, um, so it was one of, so we have official book fairies who run the social media accounts. So our Spanish official was meeting up with our French official for a cup of coffee. Obviously, other people found out about it, jumped on board, and in the end, there were eight different countries represented on that day. Um, and we went to a secondhand bookshop there. And we bought 123 good quality second-hand books for 27 euros. It was unbelievable. So then, of course, we took over this restaurant with 123 books, stickers everywhere, ribbons everywhere. And then we just went out and our backs were aching, our feet were aching by the end of the day. But we found so many amazing locations and so many book finders, obviously, with that amount of books. It was incredible. It's an incredible event. It's so much more fun when you're doing it in a group. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. There's, it's always more fun to do things with friends. It, it, are, are there areas right now that you're particularly focused on, on building up around the world? Are there countries yes. that... that, that um, my, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So one of my focus countries um, is Africa, um, because when I look at map and I, I can plot out where either the orders are coming from or where we've got an official representative. Um, Africa's just a big, big empty space because they don't, we can't apply book ferries to those areas where 
they don't have either books for themselves or they definitely don't have books to give away. So we do approach it in a different way. Um, so I do encourage people in areas where they can't be book buried to come forward and ask us for help. So, for example, I send boxes of books to a new library that's being set up in Uganda. Um, so it's just it's working in a different way where we can't do the book fairies normal kind of book drop stuff we will look for other ways to help children start reading or adults start reading who don't have access to those resources so literacy is a big part of of what you're trying to do here as well a massive part of it absolutely massive part of it yeah i just don't it's never sat well with me that there are places in the world that don't have things that we have so much of it doesn't make sense to me. So anything we can do to get get things out there, books out there, resources out to places that need them, and as long as we can, as long as we have the bandwidth to do it, I don't see why we'd ever stop trying to do that. Is there a difference between an official book fairy and a non-official book fairy? Yeah, so it's, it's a really simple difference. Um, where... You know, more and more countries were, were setting up. We did start with just one account, which is the worldwide one, which you've probably seen, um, and run by me. And, of course, it got to a stage where there were just so many, so many bookshops in, in every country that I couldn't give them the thank yous that I wanted or share them as much as I wanted to. So um, the 26 people that we launched with set up their countries just to see, you know, what the feeling would be like, how people would respond. And people in those countries loved that they had their local, you know, official book fairy. So in a really simple way, it's someone who's been a book fairy for a little while, notices that there's not an official account for that country, and they just get in touch with me and, and help to set them up and do that. Um, and either they just do that, which is a lot in itself, to cover lots of pictures from lots of unofficial book fairies as well and share them, but also some of them you know, approach bookshops or they approach publishers and they get donations. And then, of course, it just keeps going and keeps going. Are there any basic do's and don'ts that you would want people to know when they start to become a book fairy? Um, yes. Um, do be brave. Um, because especially if you're doing it on your own, people will think you're really weird. <laughs> That's just a fact. <laughs> Um, you will get looked at and you will have people not picking it up. You will have people pick up the book, read the back and put it back down like they're in a library and you'll get very frustrated. But it is all made up for when you get that person who posts that they found this book and they were having a really hard day and now they've got this little treat and they're really excited to learn all about it and read the book. So don't say be brave as a do. Um, the only We don't have many don'ts. I think I think most of them are really obvious. You know, if it's raining, don't put them outside. If it's if it's going to rain the next day, maybe don't leave them outside just in case. Uh, always find somewhere that's relatively busy, because honestly, most people will walk past. They just will. Um, it's the way it is. People have something in their mind that they're going to go and do, and they will not notice the book. So you need to put it in a place where there's a lot of people, and it's more likely to be found. We've actually found that touristy areas are more likely to have book finders simply because people are mulling around or milling around rather than on their way to somewhere. They're more likely to spot something. Um, one don't 
I will say is, is anything that might be offensive, just don't just don't book ferry. So obviously we don't vet every book. It's impossible. There's you know, we've sent 150,000 stickers around the world. It's impossible to know every single book that's been put out there. But I would always just say avoid anything to do with religion because. You know, it's not for everybody, and it might offend somebody. Um, so anything that might be deemed offensive. But generally, I'm not. I'm genuinely not seen anything like that. So it's probably even an unnecessary rule. It's just one that we like to. We say if someone asks us what they shouldn't be dropping as a book. Yeah, be, uh, religion is very personal to each person, and that can vary, especially around the world. So exactly. I, I can see why why why, why that would be. Um, do you find that there's more books being dropped that are more popular than others is is there a, a few books that are that that you see more than other books being dropped oh yes 100% um so we've seen um Dan Brown's Da Vinci Code dropped oh, so many times i mean i've probably seen 100 pictures of that book in various different places um and the other one is Life of Pi it's obviously an incredibly popular book and that's you know, dropped all around the world. So those two are probably the ones I'd say are the most popular I've seen because they were absolutely sold out worldwide, um, bestsellers worldwide. Yeah, I, I would think that, you know, something that had a mass appeal would probably also, just like you said, probably turn up more than than, than some other books. And I want to bring in Anna Gamble because we've had her holding on the line and Anna is your Seattle official book fairy and we're in seattle and i dropped some books uh down at pike market recently pike place market and so i want to bring in anna and, and then i, I want to talk more about uh with anna as as we bring her in um independent authors uh i dropped some books that were with independent authors who i really like who talk uh who write about the region that i'm in and i wanted to see if if you have had any independent authors or Anna? Uh, Anna, are, are you on the line? Yes, hello. Hello. So welcome from Seattle to Seattle to the UK. We have a big, we have a big book fairy triangle going on. So thank you. <laughs> thank you for joining us. Um, Anna, how thank did you. you get started? I um, discovered the book fairies, obviously through Emma Watson. Um, she has a very big following and I followed her on Instagram and noticed what she was doing. So I followed the hashtag, I believe in book fairies, um, and learned more about it. And within, I don't know, a few days of seeing the um, international women's drops, uh, women's day drops, I decided to hide my own books. And so I um, sent off for some stickers and was lucky enough to be one of the first, I don't know how many she sent out free stickers at the beginning, maybe 3,000 or 8,000 people, something ridiculous, because um, she's just so kind-hearted, Cordelia. Um, 4, so I got the stickers. <laughs> 4,000 4, stickers. See, she's sent out a ton and um, began 4, writing right people. away. <laughs> 4,000 people. Um, yeah, not stickers, 4,000 people. That was amazing. Um, so I was one of those 4,000 people and began right away. And after a couple months of doing that, um, Cordelia reached out to me and um, you know, asked if I'd like to be an official. There wasn't one for our state yet. Um, and I latched on. Absolutely. I was, please, yes, let me do this. 
And what have you seen the reception like? Has has it caught on at all? Do have you got more book fairies involved? Are you seeing your books picked up quickly? What's the temperature like? Um, you know, it's warm. <laughs> uh, we I've definitely seen a grow in Seattle. Um, there's maybe about fifteen fairies um, in the area that I've noticed dropping on a regular basis, um, which is pretty amazing. Um, Books being found, say it's a small percentage of people who will actually say the book has been found, um, but I do like to sit there and wait and watch um, my books being found, which is always a really fun thing to do. Um, and I would say that, yeah, we're growing slowly but surely. Um, we were very lucky to have an article in the Seattle Times, which really brought a lot of um, light to us, and we gained a lot of followers and new fairies throughout that. Well, Seattle is such a massive place. It's going to take a lot of fairies to cover because there's so much. I, I would think drops on the ferry might be good um, because there's a lot of people, you know, if there's somebody who rides a ferry all the time, that might be a, a good place because you have a lot of time on your hands when you're on the ferry. Yes. But the, there's, there, it's such a massive place and, and, and there's so much area to cover uh, that I, I'm sure that um, Anna would need any extra help with, with book fairies in the area. I wanted to try it out. So I went to Pike Place Market. I had three books with me. And so I took an independent author, uh, Daisy Prescott, who I read all of her books because she's from the Pacific Northwest. She writes most of her books about Whidbey Island and the San Juans and their romance and their light and their little bit of comic in them. And so I just particularly really like, like her genre. And so I took a few of her books and down to the market. And, and I also thought that it'd be kind of a good ambassador for Seattle to, you know, if, if, if a, a tourist did get it, that, you know, they would maybe uh, link themselves to the romance, you know, that, that was in the book to the area. And she names a lot of spots in, in those books. And, and, um, and then I, I, I took a, some, a couple of books by Niall Leonard, which were crime fiction. So I thought, well, there might be some guys who, you know, might want to pick up a book. But they went really quickly, and it's not even tourist season. So the, tour, the the cruise ships aren't coming in. It wasn't massively packed down at the market like it would be like May through September. But they still went really, really quickly. And I, I don't know if they ever showed up on social media. Probably not because it, it seems like people take them and not everyone is as good maybe as other people about about sharing it but I did notice that they did go quickly and I did see a lady uh, standing in the Starbucks line with one of those books and and like you said it made me really happy to see it because I thought yes you know I mean it really got in probably to to the right hand so it, our, our independent author because you know you like someone like me, I want to stay within the the uh, the, the the boundary. So I'll, I'll ask you both: Where do you feel about independent authors and sharing their books? Um, well, I I don't know. Go ahead. I don't want to talk. Go on. Okay. <laughs> so we we absolutely love um, helping independent authors and independent publishers to get seen. Um, so we do run kind of every few months an Indie Author Day, um, which we started, and around the world people will send us, you know, whatever they can afford, you know, between one and five of their books, and tell us all about it. And 
we will drop them all on that day with a special note about independent authors and how to support them because they don't have access to publishers that have big budgets and are able to do lots of advertising. So those things really get them very excited and they all get really involved on social media. It's pretty astonishing. I'm sure Anna will agree on the day. They are the ones that are the most vocal that we've ever seen out of anyone we've worked with. And it's very, very exciting to see their work out there and being found as well. When is Independent Author Day? Is is that a a once a year day or do you do it several times throughout the year? Well, we try and do it several times throughout the year. Um, I did want to do it every month, but it it just wasn't manageable, especially when doing it worldwide. Um, So we try and do it every three months. The last one we did was the first worldwide one. Before then, it was simply London or whoever wanted, whoever could do it. Um, so we will be doing another one, I think, maybe at the beginning of April. And we put it out on social media to invite independent authors or friends of independent authors to get in touch and, and tell us if they want to be involved. Well, we have a lot of independent authors, writers, musicians, all in this area. It's kind of a hotbed. So, Anna, are, are, are you seeing a lot of independent author book drops at all here locally? Um, you know, I personally love to do the independent author books. Um, so I drop a lot. And um, I haven't, with the other fairies in the area, um, I do notice it's mostly mass market appeal books, such as, like Cordelia said, Dan Brown, um, or Harry Potter is one of the big ones that people hide around here. Um, but I have worked before with a wonderful local author, um, Jan Parisia, and I really am sorry if I'm mispronouncing his last name, but he's a great local author. Um, and he gets very involved and very excited. And Cordelia was right when she said that the independent authors get really vocal and really into it. Um, so it's been really a blessing getting to meet and work with local authors such as him and TM Franklin um, and Mr. Morrison, things like that. It's, it's been great. And hiding their books in, like you said, relevant areas um, to their stories uh, is, gets a lot of excitement out of the authors themselves. Yeah. I've had TM Franklin on, on the show and uh, there's so many authors in the area um, that uh, we we can have authors from the area on all day long because it's that there's just something magical and i'm sure that other parts of the world feel the same way about their area but in our area it just seems to be there's a lot of creativity we've done a lot of shows about this we blame it on the weather london probably has a lot of the same weather that that that, that we have here so people are inside and they're trying to be creative and 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 that's kind of where we uh kind of pinpointed maybe where some of this creativity is coming from. And so it's a good thing and a bad thing with, with the weather, but it, it actually drives a lot of creativity and we've really benefited from that locally here. And I'm sure uh, Cordelia sees the same thing in London and probably other, uh, probably other areas as well. But how do we keep pushing this forward? What, what, what can we do? We want people around the Pacific Northwest to contact Anna, we want people from around the world to contact Cordelia. Is it best to go just through the website and then you direct people from there? Or are there sites local to the book ferry that that, that, that people can go to? So I'll ask Cordelia first on that. Okay, so you can you can go to the website and contact us from there. 
or um, we also have a, a Gmail account. It's simply bookfairyemail at gmail.com. Um, and if you stay in the subject line, independent author, we'll know which ones to, to have a look at in terms of indie authors and helping them out. Um, and I know that I think that Anna has got a special uh, Gmail as well, so I'll, I'll let her answer the more local one. Okay. Uh, yeah, I have – there's also um... – an email if you'd like to get directly in touch with uh, Seattle at um, Book Fairy Seattle at Gmail. Um, and if you go to the main website, um, I believe in bookfairies.com, like Cordelia said, it will direct, there's um, links that will direct you to any um, official account that you're looking for. So anyone in any area, go on there and find their um, state or country and they can follow. Um, or you can just go directly also to um, Seattle does have a Facebook account, Book Fairies Seattle, and we have an Instagram account, um, Seattle Book Fairies. Now, is it, are there any planned meetups uh, like they did in Paris in, in Seattle coming up this year at all, or is that on, on the radar at all? Um, one in Seattle. I would love for that to happen. That would be amazing. Um, I think that the only thing I can guarantee as far as a meetup here would be that um, a local meetup with local book fairies, um, which I've done one before, which was really fun through the meetup app and um, planning on doing another one of those. And if I could get Cordelia and the other fairies here, that would be absolutely epic. <laughs> that would be great to do some type of uh, international convention or something and move it kind of around the world or and put the put the little fairy wings on, and everybody kind of go out together and in, in a different place. And I'd start with Paris you know, if it were me. I'd, I'd like to come back. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have um, one stateside meetup coming up, um, which is New York. So it is miles and miles away from Seattle, I know. But um, we are going to head to New York, and it will be official American book fairies over. Um, and hopefully have a few events as well that are open to everybody. And I do yeah. plan on being there, so that will be fun. Oh, okay, because New York is about as far yeah. from Seattle as you could possibly get. Like from one I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it is, but I will do anything for the book fairy, so I'm happy it's to strap my wings on and fly to New York. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, New York is a, is a wonderful place. I, I was there recently, and it and I, I do love New York, but um, but we'd like to get Seattle in there sometime too. Uh, if anybody wants to come over on the West Coast or at least do something locally would, would, would be fun because Seattle people really have a, uh, as I'm sure most people around the world do, but really have good attitudes and, and I found just really fun to be with. So uh, Cordelia, I give you the last word here as we um, – probably have sparked everyone's attention. Everyone's thinking about what they want to do. Be, being a book fairy sounds like it's a, it's, it's, it's a personal thing about what you want to drop and, and how you want to, um, uh, which authors you, you want to maybe advocate, so to speak, because, you know, you're taking their book and you, obviously you loved it. So you want somebody else to, to read that. Uh, so as, as we've sparked this interest, with people and now they're thinking okay be brave be brave i had to be brave down at the market i i I will say because there there were quite a few people and i was thinking i wish there weren't so many people because then i would just drop it 
But I'm like, well, it's not going to, it's only going to get more busy as the day goes on. It's not going to get less busy. So I just better do it. And uh, so that was a really good tip that you gave about being brave because um, it does require a, a little bit of, of bravery because people are wondering, you know, what's going on and, and, and what are you doing? And uh, is that something that, that, that I might want maybe? <laughs> what does she have over there? So I, I, I want to give you, Cordelia, the, the last word on uh, potential book fairies out there, um, some type of encouragement, and, and again, your social media contact so that they can get in contact should they want to take the next step. Okay, um, sure. So I think, honestly, book fairing is, is for everyone. It's inclusive. It doesn't matter what you do, who you are, where you live, what kind of books you read. And as long as you've got the drive to do something fun and serendipitous and you're excited about reading and sharing your love of reading, I think you'll be a perfect book fairy, honestly. Um, once you order the stickers, You'll think that's a tiny little thing, and then everyone who who starts out says, "I had no idea it would be this fun, and I'd be this addicted to it." And it's just the act of small gifts that you're giving out there. Do something good, like you said, um, little acts of kindness, and it's it's feeding into that. And it astonishes me every day how selfless people are. They're buying stickers, they're buying bookmarks, they're buying ribbons, they're putting it all in these books, and they are giving them away. They're not keeping any of it. It's incredible. And they're giving a book. And the goodness inside people is what really keeps us going. Um, so I think anyone can be a book fairy if you've got that idea. Of, if, you, if you're already thinking about it, you're halfway there. Um, so you can get all the things that you need. You can just get stickers, or you can get a bag, or like Emma's War in Paris, or you can buy bookmarks and ribbons and pins and all sorts of things on I believe in bookfairies.com um, and also the main account on, on Instagram is bookfairies worldwide, the main account on Twitter is the underscore bookfairies on Facebook it's the bookfairies um, and there are loads of local officials you can find through the website there's a menu item that's called official fairies just go on there, there's a massive list of worldwide and if you don't find your country on there grab some stickers, see how you get on and then just get in touch on the email um, to see if you can set up your own. All right. Well, Cordelia Oxley and Anna Gamble, thank you for coming on. It was absolutely a pre pleasure to meet these two book fairies. And I think Seattle can do better than 15, don't you, Anna? Absolutely. Let's grow it to 1,015. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of area to cover, so we need to get busy. So if you're in the Seattle area, um, Make sure to contact Anna. She gave you uh, her links, and we'll put them up as well. And then if you're not in the Seattle area, make sure you get uh, a hold of Cordelia and go to her site. And check out the social media because you're so active on social media. There's postings going up all the time. They're really fun to look at. So not only are you seeing the book, but you're also getting a guided tour around the world because these drops are happening daily at any place practically that, that, that you can imagine. So thank you very much, Book Fairies, for coming on. I really appreciate it. Good luck. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. All right, and we will be back.